And so, you know, it's kind of uh, a showing of, of how human we are, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and how vulnerable we can be, how jaded we can be, how uh, appreciative and uplifting we can be. You know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. aspects to who we are. This isn't just another podcast with tips or tricks. This isn't just interviews with great artists. This is about finding the missing pieces that are going to help you make it as an artist. My name is Holly Shaw, best-selling author, hypnotherapist, and creativity coach. And this is the Performers and Creators Lab weekly podcast where we experiment, where we look under the microscope at the secrets behind crafting and performing, how to be highly visible. And we explore those places where you're still hiding so that you can find your edge. You are listening to episode 25, How to Talk About Your Craft with Confidence. Hey there, performers and creators. This is Holly Shaw here at the Performers and Creators Lab, and I'm sitting here with Enon Gaines of Unlikely Heroes. Unlikely Heroes is a psychedelic hip-hop punk band from Oakland, California. Now, this band has been making waves in and outside of their local scene with exciting introspective jams that leave concert goers physically drained and mentally well-fed. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) They are releasing their self-titled debut EP um, May eighteenth, two thousand eighteen. Did you? Yeah, it's already out. I just didn't. It's already out. (laughs) (laughs) It's already out everywhere. Spotify, iTunes. But it was a long await awaited from their fans and playlist curators throughout the U.S. and overseas. This band has been compared to. <clears throat> a unique blend of rapper Kid Cudi and band Rage Against the Machine. Wow, nice um, combination for their wit- witty, I almost said witchy. Witchy. <laughs> witchy, witty, catchy, <laughs> conscious lyrics. <laughs> and unique blend of psy-punk beats that flow seamlessly even in their genre-stretching style. Enon, thanks so much for joining me here. Ooh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah, Thank I'm you. excited. Yes. So... You, um, you. I met you at Balanced Breakfast yep. and the music industry meetup. There's chapters all over the United States, so check it out. Mm-hmm. And if you hear screaming in this episode, it is only because there is a child's birthday party ah. <laughs> happening across the street. <laughs> it is not because we are harming youngsters in the making. No, no youngsters were harmed, harmed in the making of this. In the podcast. making of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, we met there, and you agreed to come on the show, yes. and together, I think we're going to share um, a unique way to talk about your art okay. with people, right? Yes. Because I have a method that I teach artists, mm-hmm. and in talking a little bit more with you, it sounds like you have a natural style, so you agreed to let me show yes. listeners absolutely how to talk about what they do with people using my style. And then we'll talk about how you use your style and how they can kind of use both. Lethal weapons that target our city are nonchalant. Do wontons with shit's bomb, huh? Who would have knew that our style's ringing alarm like Bank say? Hope they brought enough to take us all down. It's just too much sound for close down. The roads closed, gun and patrol hoes and foes, yeah. Opposition the system written to capsize. Lock the divide to paint the scene. Shots fired. War tunes are short fuse to stoke fuse and 
So this is a problem, I think, for artists, maybe not for you in particular, but, you know, if an artist is, um, say, especially like if you're listening to this and you're about to go home for the holidays and Mm -hmm. talk to um, your relatives who are like, oh, what are you doing these days? (laughs) (laughs) And you have to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, diddling around on my guitar. Yeah, yeah, I'm a musician, (laughs) writing songs. Yeah. And I think I think artists though do have a hard time talking about what they do and sharing about it with people. Would you say that's true? I'd say that's true. Um, you know, especially with like family and stuff like that too. It's like, oh, music still you still doing the music thing or or, or I hate this one uh, that hobby. They call it like a hobby, and it's uh. like, oh, like I just want to like choke somebody. Like hobby, like it's not a hobby. This is a lifestyle. This is yeah. my this is my this is a business. Like yeah. this is a business. Like. I, we literally, we are employees, we are CEOs, we are um, creators, you know, putting back, giving back into the world. Um, this isn't just some dilly-dally collecting stamps. I mean, that's cool, I guess you're into, no offense to the stamp collectors out there. <laughs> right. But, you know, yeah, we're, we're making contributions, and I think people kind of uh, undershadow that, or, or, or it's overshadowed by a, a bunch of different yeah. things, you know. But they underplay it underplay or they it, yeah. or they feel a little strange about about sharing it or they're not sure what language to use or how to I think it's because people don't have don't have anything else to talk about themselves, you know. It's like they people I think a lot of people who feel like that or who kind of ridicule people or, you know, make people feel feel small about their craft, I think it's because they may have given up on their craft. So it's like, yeah. oh, how's that thing going? Like you know, and then maybe that's something that they used to do mm-hmm. and, and they just gave up on it. So it can be sometimes hard talking to people because people don't often want to be as uplifting. Sorry. They don't want to be as uplifting. Yeah. You know, when it comes to, you know, people creating and putting out into the world because yeah. it's maybe not making a bunch of money and stuff like that. But then when it is making money and then it's, you know, you're, you're, you know, all of a sudden you've got a career. All of a sudden, they, it's legit. It's legit, right. right. But they don't think about the years of work that you have to put into a band or your music career in order to get it going, or right. your artistic career in general, whether you're an actor or a dancer, a composer, any kind of artist. Mm, absolutely. A lot of people, they don't see it. They don't see the time because, you know, they don't see what you're doing behind the scenes. They just see yeah. what, what you, what's put out in front of them. Yeah. But there's a lot of effort that goes into it that should be respected. Yeah. So I've got a two-step process that mm-hmm. I help, that I give artists that I work with and I show them how to use um when they're answering the question, what do you do? Sure. And this is... Um, This is great for anybody who is at a cocktail party or a networking event or um, or at Thanksgiving dinner or something like that. (laughs) So are you ready? I am. Okay. Okay. In that moment where the question comes, what do you do? There's two pieces that I show people. Mm. The first is to position yourself. Mm. So you share something. And this is usually the hardest thing for artists because they don't want to share like, oh, yeah, I worked with this Emmy Award winning person or, you know, it's it's yeah. hard to share like something important. But if mm. you just say, oh, I'm just a musician, people might not get the bigger picture, realize mm-hmm. that you're actually serious. Right. Or, you know, they might get the picture, uh, not get the picture of who you really are and True. why they should care to know more. Right. So the the whole point to positioning is like letting people know mm-hmm. that they should care. That's true. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So we we drop some kind of positioning piece, and you don't have to drop everything. You don't have to tell them, like, the whole, you know, all the things that you've done, just Mm -hmm. one. So Mm -hmm. for you, what is the most impressive piece that I piece that you could share with someone I'm just like meeting for the first time maybe yeah um I'd say the most impressive thing I've done is I'd say it's for the better and I, I feel like I can speak for my bandmates it's kind of changed the lives of our of our of ourselves and other individuals myself and other individuals it's it's opened up a lot of doors and opportunities for myself and all my bandmates to like form new relationships and explore creative sides that we n- would never have thought that we've got to would experience until being in unlikely heroes we got to we've been to tour we've uh, played festivals we've gotten okay all these, mm-hmm. okay awesome so you're not going to share all of that oh no 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 right? no i so guess i would just say what's the most impressive festival you played um the most impressive festival uh i'd have to say oh uh first friday was really cool okay. we played first friday it was on my birthday um for one and i'm from oakland so it was in oakland what? and we headlined the main stage at for, for first friday Oh, so there's your positioning fact. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so when someone asks you what you do, yeah, I, I am the band leader. I'm the lead singer. Let's just lead singer. I think. Right? Yeah, lead I, singer, I, I sing and I rap. But yeah. Lead singer, rapper. You could just say. Yeah, does I that do, feel good? Lead I, singer, I just, rapper. Yeah, just yeah. That sounds good. I, I yeah. Okay, I am the lead singer <laughs> slash rapper for the band Unlikely Heroes. We headlined at... Oakland First Friday. Oakland First Friday. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago, or you don't even have to add that. You could just say, we headlined at Oakland First Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh! People... Then people say, oh. Yeah, yeah. And you want that effect. Whatever it is that you say, you want them to go... You want their mouth to make the O shape. Mm-hmm. Like, right, <laughs> you right. want that oh, to have that, like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Um, because people have heard of First Friday. They can imagine it. All of a sudden, they've got context. Right, right, absolutely. And then when they ask to hear more, oh, really? That's interesting. Then, second step, you follow up with um, talking from the heart, like something like your why, like why you love it. Why, and that is sort of the piece of it's just changing the lives of the um my bandmates mm-hmm. or w- right. what would you say talk a little bit about like why you love um I, I love oh i love as far as like making music or just as a whole as well mm-hmm. I, the I, band. I yeah the band yeah. well i love um to being able to collaborate and create you know mm-hmm. it's just seeing these ideas that come from nothing but little boom baps on the drum or a little guitar riff to a full-blown song that we're performing live and we're doing a show and people know the words or singing along like it's just yeah. this tiny idea um and and be even bigger than that it's the support system and the what and what our contribution to our to, yeah. to the community has been you know we've met so many new friends people who are like best friends uh sister brother band connections you know people that we did not have in our lives until we decided to embark on this music journey and i feel like dang look at how much i would have missed out on if i if i hadn't done this and i think the same with my bandmates you know it's it's 
kind of laugh and say it's like hard to go back to a normal life because it is you know it's it's, yeah. it's something that it's not for everyone but i think if you have the opportunity to do it and and you're, if we're willing to put the time in and work yeah. i mean all these relationships have grown i mean i'm sitting yeah. here with you i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't be on this that's podcast true. if i if i hadn't yeah um and that's and this is awesome relationship you know and, yeah. and meeting people and seeing what you do and it's great, you know. It's, yeah. it's taking it's really taking a chance in life, and that's that's the beauty that's of it. That's great. Okay, mm-hmm. so awesome. So so very easily because I'm listening because we're here to talk to you. Yeah. Um, you know, it was easy for you to go on and on and on and on and on and on. I know. I'm a chatterbox. You might not always go on that long. No, I know. But you did it because you felt me. You you're, felt me. You're listening. interested. It right. seems at least. Yeah, so I, was I was. I was interested. So that's okay. But just <laughs> but just taking a couple steps back for okay. people as they're trying to use this. Right. Um, what you did really well is you painted a picture right away. Like you said, um, you, you talked about the creative process taking something from, you just love taking something from an idea to a song and then being at a show and people are singing along. And right there, it's like I just got an image in my mind mm-hmm. of like a crowd with you singing along. Yeah. And and I, I almost think you could just kind of like pause there. Like say mm. you're not sure mm-hmm. if this person is interested. You could just kind of take it that far. Right. Okay? True. Okay. Got it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to change with how the, the level of interest. Mm-hmm. And, right. And that's why this is important to practice. It's mm. just important to practice anytime you can. Try to use this method of number one, positioning, and number two, um, speaking from your why or your heart. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So let's try to put it. Do you want to try to put it all together? Oh, okay. In just a minute, we'll come back to this, and you'll get to hear an example of a conversation with Enon and I trying out this two step process of how to talk about what you do. And we'll be hearing more from Enon Gaines about his band, Unlikely Heroes, his creative process, what they've learned about being a new band. But first, I just wanted to take a quick moment to let you know that if you like this two-step process to talking about what you do and you want to know more about it, I have a, guess what, a mini course. Yes, I have a mini course for you on this, How to Talk About Your Craft with Confidence, where I share more on this two-step process process that you've heard here today. And there are worksheets to help you figure out exactly what things you can say to position yourself and also to help you figure out how to speak from your why. Why? What's your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? It's important to know. So this info used to be part of a paid program, and now I'm giving it away to podcast listeners for free. So if you want help talking about your craft with confidence, I suggest that you go and get that course for free from the podcast gifts page. And you go to www.performersandcreatorslab.com forward slash podcast gifts. You are listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast with me, Holly Shaw, and all the music that you're listening to in this episode is from Enon Gaines and his band, Unlikely Heroes. So let's try to put it, do you want to try to put it all together? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, let's say, what's the scenario? We're at like, um, 
We're at First Friday. Hey, First Friday. How about hey. let's say we meet hey. at First Friday, hey. and you're nice you're on the here. street, I'm on the street. Like we just start chatting. Like we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. could be anybody, right? right? Okay. <clears throat> and so then it's going to be really important. Sure. Oh, so hey, so hi, my name's Holly. Hi, Enon. Very nice to meet Enon, you. Enon, nice to meet you. Thank you. So, what are you doing here? Uh, just hanging out first Friday. You know, yeah. just checking out some friends. I got some friends actually playing music up here, so I just came. Oh, in really? And see what's That's going cool. On. How about you? Yeah, I'm. I'm here at first Friday too. Just I'm. I'm coming to check out the art. You know, I'm a. I'm a. Uh, I'm a coach to artists and I and a oh. podcaster. So I'm really interested in. And the scene. What's oh, going that's on? really cool. You know, yeah. I have friends that are playing here. I'm also a musician myself. But no you know, way, I know you're a yeah. musician. I, I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm seeing some friends. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to connect. You know, I'm sure that you know if it's helping with your art. You know, I've got. Hi. Can too. you position yourself a little bit around the musicianship? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So I am a musician. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I actually it's interesting. I actually played First Friday here uh, not too long ago. Um, so that was pretty fun. Nice. <laughs> And um, headlined, yeah, in fact, headlined, yeah, yes. headlined, yeah, headlined first Friday, <laughs> um, and that was a really good time. So yeah, yeah but you know, it's, I'm interested in what you've got. Maybe you have to come check us out sometime. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> I should. So you headlined first Friday. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, it was a good and time. So um, that's cool. Yeah, it was a really fun time. We, um, you know, had a lot of people out, and you know, people were singing the words, and it was a really cool experience. And oh. you know. I'm from Oakland, so it was really nice to yeah. have that in my hey. backyard. Okay, so let's just pause there and talk about what went great. So what what was so great about that is um, you're naturally, you know, you naturally engaged with me in conversation and got curious about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so key to having a normal conversation is just, you know, not only talking about yourself and that's what you're so good at. What you did something that most people do, which is it's a little uncomfortable. You forget to say the words that are positioning, mm. like headlines. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, that's true. Yeah. I didn't say that. I just and said so, we mm-hmm. yeah. and so it's like, it's really, that's why it's something you have to practice until it feels natural. Because okay. at first, it doesn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? It yeah. feels pretty strange. Yeah. But at this point, I can say that I've coached and worked with Emmy Award winning Grammy nominated artists and it flows off my tongue mm-hmm. because I've said it about like a thousand times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right I, was like, I was like, Dang. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that makes you go, oh, yeah. like I'm not just any life coach, yeah, right? No, right, no. So, um, so those are the facts that you want to add and they are, it is something that you want to practice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah. yeah like that, I, you know, I just talked about it, but I just, for some reason, I think I just was too in the moment and I was yeah. nervous. No, you did great. <laughs> you did great. What I love about your band is I'll mention to people, oh, yeah, I'm interviewing Enon of Unlikely Heroes, and people have heard of it. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah, they've heard cool. of it, whether or not they've heard your band uh-huh. or, you know, but it's like, I feel like you're out there, like you... You do a good job of putting yourself out there and being seen and playing a lot. Mm -hmm. So how how have you done that? I mean, like, how has the journey been from starting to where you are now? Because you were saying you're just getting ready to tour, Mm -hmm. do some touring. Yeah, the journey has been um, a very long and strenuous one. We when we first got out the gate, we were playing shows like like three, almost four times a month. I mean, we were just like overloaded. Like our first year, we were just just playing nonstop. We were just picking up shows left and right because, you know, and maybe just being a little naive to the whole, you know, 
don't spread yourself too thin. Um, don't want to, you know, wear out your draw because, you know, people like, it's like, dude, you're playing again. You know, it's like, oh my God, I just saw you last week. You know, can't, can't keep coming to the shows. But we were, essentially, I think it was kind of important because we were building connections with other bands and making ourselves yeah. more known in the local scene. We are picking up some, you know, some pretty cool gigs, um, you know, being like a new band in, in town. Yeah. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. So, um, but a lot of hard work because, you know, we sacrifice a lot of like our, our relationships, our, our personal relationships, you know, um, Ruth is, was, was going to school, um, you know, or, or working full time. She graduated, you know, San Francisco State and, you know, f- being in the band and working full time and stuff like wow. that. And, you know, cr- a crazy, crazy schedule. We'd have shows, um, you know, Tuesday night shows, you know, Wednesday night shows. You don't finish until... Yeah you don't get home until like two in the morning and then have to be up for work at 7 a.m. or be be at work at 7 a.m. You know, it, wow. was, it yeah. was a really tough time. Um, so as we grew, we start to value ourselves more and our time and our need for sleep, our need for other relationships, you know, our need to and, and kind of investing in ourselves and, you know, also um, you know, working to rehearse more and stuff like that. It wasn't always just about playing out, you know, all mm-hmm. the time. And so, yeah, it, it just became taking opportunities that we felt were more worth it, mm-hmm. you know, worth mm-hmm. our time. Because it's not always worth being dead tired at work the next day, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we like to play and we, you know, we appreciate any of our supporters that come out. But it's hard to sacrifice a Wednesday night play for like 10 people because no one wants to go out on a Wednesday night and then yeah. have to get up at you know go to bed at 3 you know because you got home yeah. all late from the show so yeah. definitely just being better about our time and our um, our schedule you yeah. know I'd say yeah. it just it, 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 when you're in a new band you just want to play 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 yeah. play and um yeah, you know, we used to be like drinking before the shows and stuff, you know, because you're just like, oh, it's really the lifestyle, but it just it's, it wears on you, and so it affects your your you know your live show too. So we've just grown a lot, you know, in terms of yeah. just knowing taking care of our, our bodies, our minds, um, you know, making time for other things as well. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and unlikely <laughs> heroes. Where does that title come from? Um. Okay. So a long time ago, it was probably like two thousand. 10, I want to say. Our band got together in, like, 2005. It was, like, 2010 or 2011. I, I was just... I always thought, like, if I had a band, I would uh, I would call Unlikely Heroes. And I felt Unlikely Heroes it means a lot of things. I feel like Unlikely Heroes, like, it's the good and the bad. You know, it's like... Because while, you know, we are creating music to be able to, you know, hopefully help people through t- through dark times, you know, we can be, can be dark ourselves, you know, it's like we're not everyone is perfect and we all fall, you know, from grace at times. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of uh, a showing of, of how human we are, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and how vulnerable we can be, how jaded we can be, how uh, appreciative and uplifting we can be. You know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. aspects to who we are. You know, we're, I think, not to say this like in a sinister way, but we, we can be, you know, as humans, we're very two faced, you know, at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all, we, no one's perfect. You know, we all, we'll ridicule someone for driving bad, like, Oh, that's a bad driver. They just did that. And then, yeah. you know, we'll be over here looking at something and be like, oops, you know, and then, <laughs> and it's like, uh, uh, you know, and, there, and maybe there's someone behind us like, look at that bad driver. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's kind of what I'm saying is like, you know, 
I, we're I, all heroes, we're all, but we're all well, we not. All, there's all there's a little <laughs> villain in all of us too, you know. And yeah. it's not to just to it's 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 like it's just being real with that. There's negativity, you know what I'm saying? And there's not it's not mm-hmm. always positive, but that doesn't mean that you don't strive to be the best version of yourself, you know. Like mm-hmm. I f- I feel like wholeheartedly I'm I'm a decent human, but I don't have my short you know I still have my shortcomings, you know. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm doing a episode series right now called Women in Hollywood, Warriors from Within. Nice. That's amazing. Title. Yeah, and it, it reminds me of that. Like, I had done these interviews with women in Hollywood mm. and um, that are change makers and activist actors and um, just really cool women. And I thought, you know what? Like, it's almost they're unlikely heroes, too. Yeah. You know, like they're they're warriors. They're they're in a different way though you know like they're yeah. fighting for yeah. things but they're doing it like from the inside like in, right. a, in a feminine kind of yeah. way that us women know how to fight and now for some more music from Enon Gaines and Unlikely Heroes Edwards, and I was so happy to hear your program, and Eileen Gruba, uh, the message that she put out for the handicap in uh, Hollywood. Well, I am not a professional actor, but I have created a company, and it's called Lifestyle to Independence, helping women go from poverty to prosperity. And based on my own tumultuous journey, I've come up with this company to help others, So I'm reaching out to you today to see if you would like to share it with the world, lifestyletoindependence.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day and keep up the good work. Ah, so very cool. Thank you, Lisa. I'm so happy that you felt moved to reach out. Um, you guys know that I am sharing stories of women in Hollywood, warriors from within this summer. Uh, you know, I just, I, I think it's important to share profiles of, of people and artists, especially who are, who are taking action and making change. And although Lisa isn't an artist, I was checking out what she's doing with lifestyle to independence and I'm just so moved. Um, to share about it on the show. So her mission is to strive to empower single female veterans and single domestic violence survivors by equipping each woman with the necessary tools and resources to lift themselves up from poverty to prosperity. So Lifestyle to Independence provides affordable basic necessities of life, housing, food, and clothing. And I'm so moved by Lisa's story. You know, she is a survivor herself of domestic abuse and losing her home, losing jobs, losing her child in a custody battle. 
Um, and yet finding, you know, finding her personal strength, her personal mission, and now rising up in life, reaching out and helping other people. And so, yes, Lisa A. Edwards, you are definitely a modern day warrior and I salute you. So for all of you listening out there, if you are a modern day warrior and you want to share what you're doing, if you are a warrior from within, if you are a woman in Hollywood or a person in um, in music or, you know, I, I love to hear from trans persons, but non-binary um, men, women, every person on the planet. If you're a modern day warrior and you're out there doing it, then let me know. Drop me a voicemail. So the voicemail show line is 415-870-7064. Again, that's 415-870-7064 because I don't feel like we can have too many of these stories. So I, I want to share as many stories as I can in these little breaks on the show. Yeah, I think we're all needing to find our inner modern day warrior from within. And now more from our unlikely hero warrior, Enon Gaines. We're going to go even a little deeper. This guy, I just love him. He's just so, such a deep, wise, young soul. Right. Like old, but wise, you know, when people are just young, but you feel like they're an old soul. That's Enon. So here we are sharing a little bit more of that deep conversation as we get into fathers and healing our family's pain. I also think it's kind of interesting how we like um, we inherit we inherit things from our family like shame and things that we should hide mm-hmm. and absolutely um so i'm curious i shared about this in episode 10 by the way fame and the threat of infamy but so i'm curious for you like what is there anything you feel like you've inherited from your family that you're healing through your music um or things that you're aware of that you're sort of trying to work through i think um identity is one yeah. of them and I say that because so I like my my dad was never around you know like I mentioned this Father's Day thing it's like it's just I don't really look forward to Father's Day not in a, like a negative way like oh Father's Day is coming but I don't even remember Father's Day you know yeah. I, don't even, I still don't remember what day Father's Day is I know it just like passed a few weeks ago I think yeah but I don't even remember what day it is you know I I, I just don't really care um yeah and and it's not to shade any of my other family members. Like, I have uncles, you know, have kids and stuff like that. Yeah. But it just doesn't hold the same weight to me. Yeah. And so I did. I say identity because I feel like there's a lot that I get from my father. Like, I know my mom very well. You know, my mom's my best friend uh, or one of my best friends. And, you know, her and I are really close, talk very often. <laughs> but I don't really know anything about my dad because he left when I was, you know, a baby. And so there's a whole piece of me that I feel like is missing. Because I can definitely see what I got from my mom. Mm-hmm. And I can tell. Like, my mom is definitely is a little more straight, straight edge, you know, not, you know, she's a good time, but, you know, just on the, the path of just 
you know, just go to school and, you know, get a job and blah, 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 you know. And that's great. And she's, you know, help. And obviously, she's the reason why I've even sustained life to this point, you know, why why I have a job, you know, all, all that stuff. She's taught me all these life skills. But there's another side of me that is this creative, really wild side, very reckless. Um, and I, you know, but there's, there's a lot of beauty in that. And I felt like that was where my father was. You know, mm-hmm. he, he was that other part of who I am, um, and I think the part personality-wise that shines uh, that shines a lot. Yeah. Know? And so I, I don't know who that is. So I, I think I'm always constantly on the search for it, and that's what I put through my music. You know, we have these things on the inside that speak to us, and sometimes our outside needs to hear it too for it to be as effective. And where that further translates to is our audience, you know, the people who are who are spreading these ideas to our truth too. Mm. You know, those also have to be listeners. So there's a lot of listening that needs to be involved in songwriting that's beyond just your audience. Your audience is very important because you know a lot of those times it sparks ideas and creative creativity and energy within them to listen to their inside as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear that song that makes you think and you think deeply internally. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, you know, I've noticed that and if it happens for me, maybe it happens to others that sometimes I'm afraid to say there's things inside that I'm afraid to say outwardly. Mm-hmm. And that's really mm-hmm. interesting to me because it's like, <laughs> it's in me and I'm like afraid to hear it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like there are things that I think, and then I, I just don't want to say them out loud because it's almost like I have to deal with it. Then, if it's out, you know, we keep things so inside. What so. is it? What kind of things do you keep inside? <sighs> um, maybe it's just how I've treated someone one day. You know, maybe it's how I feel about myself. You know, thing my my shortcomings, whatever they are. You know, things that I know about myself that I maybe don't want to own up to right now. You know, it's hard to sometimes face yourself, you know, say, like, yeah. looking at the, the man in the mirror or whatever. Yeah. And so sometimes it's hard to face yourself because, you know, again, we're not. And it's because, you know, we're not perfect. We're, we're, we can be flawed. And, you know, these, like, metaphorical scars, you know, that we see and it's like. Uh, it might be a little ugly, but, you know, sometimes you have to face it. Yeah. Yeah, I have a real interest in things that, um, where we hide. Mm-hmm. Because as a coach, like, I found, like, I'm really good at seeing where people are hiding. Mm-hmm. And then sort of pulling that out of them. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of the juiciest, most valuable gems are in the places where we hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. So when you write, do you, is it like um, flowing out of your mouth or is it um, you write it down on a piece of paper first? Sometimes it flows out of my mouth. I like to, I freestyle too sometimes. Like yeah. I, I do like just freestyle, like just raft, just off of anything, you know, just, yeah. I could just make you up something. You want to freestyle with me? Yeah, I could freestyle. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. 
about talking about how about a freestyle about talking about what you do you've got to do the thing and you talk about it all the time but something is not aligned okay okay <laughs> let me see i gotta share my gifts and my talents that been a challenge. That's why I'm here right now. We got a powwow. Try to figure it out. And all these sounds that I'm making out, I want to make sense. It's time well spent. I put it towards the rent. No use in getting bent. It's time to repent. I know I sent, but I'm about to make a change. That's why I'm here. So I can make a better name for myself and let people know about the craft. I hope it lasts. I'm never looking back. Not the past. I'm more fast forward. We kicking it on the podcast. You know I'm do it right. The light shining through the drapes. Don't hate. We got a lot up on a plate like we ate, but a dinner well fed. I'm feeling good like a winner. Got that bread. They all trying to meet. I don't know. I Dang. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, wow. That's so cool to see you just work like in the moment like that. Very cool. Thanks. You can find out more about Enon Gaines Band, Unlikely Heroes, by visiting youheroesband.com. And I wanted to make sure you knew that there are videos of some of these podcast episodes. There's just there's just way more beauty and depth from Enon Gaines than I could possibly fit into this episode. And so you can find that free video library on the podcast gifts page. Also, don't forget to pick up your free mini course, How to Talk About Your Craft with Confidence. Also on the podcast gifts page, performersandcreatorslab.com forward slash podcast gifts. I want to thank Dan Cantrell for the theme music for the Performers and Creators Lab podcast. Also producers Q4TA, Robert Cholino, Voice America Network. I'd also like to thank my son for singing while I'm trying to record these podcast episodes. If you hear him in the background, he loves to sing. It's hard to shut him down every time. You know what I'm saying? I'd also like to thank my creative think tank team of Melody Myers, Hannah Romanowski, Erica Milligan, Tim Beal, and Dan Cantrell. And thank you for listening from wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You're doing great work. Keep it up and keep showing up. Keep listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast. My name is Holly Shaw.